0: Hello and welcome to the Lawn and Landscape Radio Network. This is Jimmy Miller, an associate editor with Lawn and Landscape Magazine. We're just over a month into 2021, which means several of you have already broken your New Year's resolutions. I know I have. I've pretty much found every excuse in the book to not go jogging like I said I would. Oh well, maybe next year. So, the two people we have on the show today know all about resolutions. No, they didn't set out New Year's resolutions in the traditional sense, or if they did, we didn't really talk about those. But they know how to set goals and achieve them. John Muni of Focal Point Outdoor Solutions and Pam Dooley of Plants Creative Landscapes are both previous cover story features in our print magazine. We interviewed them before because they set out lofty goals and found success with them. Shameless plug, you can go back and read both those stories on our website. But this time, I wanted to talk to them about vision and mission statements, how to write them, when to change them, and why they're even necessary? Well, I, you know, I think in order for you to get anything right within your organization, I think you have to figure out who you are and
1: what 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 you want to be. You know, like what's the what's the personality of your brand, and you know who are you going to go after, and you know what type of clients you want to serve. I, I think you have to get all that part figured out, um, and, and then based on that, you know, you can you can determine who your target customer is going to be, you can figure out who your target employees are going to be. You know, I think, I think without, without a sense of what you want to be when you grow up or what your dream is of going into this to begin with, uh, without an idea of what that looks like, um, you know, I, I don't think you're going to have a whole, it's really tough to have traction and to find success if, if you in your own mind don't know what that looks like.
0: Pam has a pretty similar thought process. She was initially skeptical on how significant mission and vision statements were, but she says she's certainly sold now.
2: Well, I believe that you, to truly know your purpose will allow you to attract and retain people who are passionate about showing up every day. It is a, it is a, bigger something that is so much more about landscaping. Um, And so number one, to attract team members who believe in that purpose uh, will certainly help with turnover. Turnover is so expensive. Um, And then also just, you know, it can cost a lot. It's, It's a significant investment to find new customers. And so Knowing that if you are putting out messaging um, that is attractive at an emotional level to people, they, they want to do business with you. And so it's just you know, a significant return on the investment and I think a huge um, value for, for companies to build relationships uh, versus multiple transactions over and over
0: did you ever feel lost at all? Like did you ever not understand like how to sit down and actually write a vision statement or a mission statement?
2: Oh my gosh, absolutely.
0: <laughs>
2: um, for somebody that that thinks about the future so much, I I mean, I'm not gonna lie. like I feel sometimes cloudy and uncertain in our vision. And I like I want to tweak it. I want to fine tune it. Um, but yeah, I, I think I, I'm also just super mindful to make sure that the tools that the team has, you know, whether it's a, a lawnmower or whether it's these th- this mission and these values, that my team has the best tools possible, no matter what,
1: to keep us moving forward.
0: So even for somebody who has been thinking heavily about her mission and vision statements, this whole process can get messy. How can someone get started? Well, it starts with knowing the difference between your mission and your vision.
2: Your vision is your future. Your mission is what decisions you are making today as a team to move that purpose and that vision forward. And then, of course, your values are in support of those hundreds of decisions that the team makes every day to
1: drive that mission
0: so once you do know the difference now it's time to sit down and write
1: what are you best in the world at what are you wildly passionate about and what can you make money at and as a business owner if you can identify that then i think you've got to start right and and then you know also what really what do you What do you really want out of this? You know, so, so for example, our vision statement and, and uh, you know, we don't, this is not something we put on our website and it's not even really intended to be an external statement because that's not the purpose of it. At at focal point, we believe that um, we are called to be humble and we're called to serve other people. So this vision statement, we kind of struggle with because it sounds less than humble. But but it, it it really isn't and, and our, our vision statement is to the most trusted and admired land care company in the world. And so, you know, again, that's sounds like, well, who's this guy? I think he, you know, it sounds it sounds very, very non-humble, right? But if you think about what who are we trying to attract here and when they come here, what are we wanting them to be? Like imagine going to your kids or you know, if you're a coach of a sports team and you say, you know what? I want you to be good, but not too good. It's, it's pressure tested. All the questions are up against that vision statement, you know, so they're not, they're not asked to be okay. They're asked to be exceptional right now. Another person, their vision statement might be, you know what, we want to be the, um, you know, fastest, most affordable mowing company, you know, whether it's in the world or in a region, whatever. Right. That would, that would be a totally different personality. Than focal points that doesn't make them wrong. Yeah. It seems perfectly
0: legitimate, but it, it doesn't seem like what you guys are aiming for.
1: That's right. That's not what we're aiming for, but there's a need in the market for that. Right. Like if, if, if a, um, you know, whatever it is, municipality or cemetery or, you know, whatever, where, where, man, we need to, we need to move through acres, uh, and we need to do it as efficiently as possible. And, and, you know, be a, be a low cost provider. I mean, Walmart has had great success being a low cost provider and there's nothing in the world wrong with that. Uh, But I think it's, it's up to a business owner to identify what gives them passion, what gives their team passion and, and, you know, kind of get that in writing and then it kind of becomes your guide.
0: Okay. So let's say you've got a few things jotted down. How do you know if it's any good? That's what I asked Pam. Now, Pam, when i ask this question i don't necessarily need you to name any specifics or anything like that but what does a bad vision statement look like like what how how do you look at your vision or mission statement and go okay it is time for a rewrite
2: well i think that i think that vision and purpose should not be specific to your industry i think that vision needs to be specific to uh a greater good for the community uh, i think big so actually for the world you know whether that is sustainability or you know environmental stuff i I just i think that i mean you read statements that are like "Mm, one bad example we strive to be the best landscape company and the Atlanta market. That's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's okay if that's how you feel, but you know, good luck getting people to show up in support of that purpose. And so I think that when I think about purpose, definitely being purpose centered um, is really, really important. And again, non specific to any industry. And you know, mission should definitely have some kind of measurables that are unique to you as a company um, that are in support of of the vision. So if you know, when I think about ours, ours is something to the effect of leveraging design thinking and creativity um, to complement our clients lifestyles. So there's There's some uniqueness to that because we are very creative, uh, that's the name, and I am also always thinking and design thinking. So again, there's like that UVP that you build into that mission specific to your company and support of a vision that is in support of a bigger
0: purpose. I know what some of you are thinking. I thought it too. All of this sounds so cliché. It sounds like it came from a Disney movie.
2: I mean, look at who's winning.
0: <laughs> yeah. Look at
2: look at Disney. Look at Netflix. Look at Airbnb. Look at well, Southwest struggling, of course.
0: Uh, twenty twenty. Right. Regardless of twenty twenty, sure.
2: Yeah, like look at LinkedIn, Google, all of them, all all of these amazing companies that have very clear mission, vision, and values. I would just say, you know, if you feel like it's cliche and you don't feel like you have time to do it or you don't feel like that as a quote unquote landscape company that it's needed, I would say think bigger. What we are doing is so much more about landscape companies. It's it's about people development and, and employees and customers. And um, it is not cliche. I would just say look at the companies who are winning, even the biggest landscape companies. Um, certainly are putting a lot of effort uh, and intention into being clear on why they're doing what they're doing.
0: Okay, so these statements are clearly pretty important. But what if you've already got a mission and vision statement? How do you know when it's time to take it off the shelf and dust it off a bit?
1: You know, I think we look at it at the end of every... In November is when we do our strategic plan. Uh, And, you know, you just kind of look at that and say does that still fit us? Are those really our guiding principles? And if not, is it because we're losing our way or is it because, you know, the market's changing or, or we need to make an adjustment on our part. But, you know, I, I kind of feel like, you know, some, some things don't go out of style. You know, it's like, it's like the old sweatshirt that you can't throw away, right? Some things just fit you. And, and ideally, you know, you're, you're, Values and, and your vision, your mission, stuff like. If you're changing that every year, that's probably not right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That, that that to me, that should be like a five. That should be able to hold five years at least. Okay. Um, in my mind, and and you're measuring your behavior based on how well you're honoring, honoring that those those documents. Assuming you put real thought into it, right? And you collaborate with your team, and you weren't kidding yourself that you're something you're not. Right. You know, you want your, and that's the other thing. Once our team kind of got the bones of it put together, then, you know, I sat in the, in the office and shut the door and really thought about it and said, you know, it does, I've been talking to our customers for 22 years. Do these statements represent the feeling that I have when I'm face to face with our customers or I'm face to face with our employees, our vendors, our people in the community is, is this is this the air around me right you can feel the air right does this feel like us and and if not what how would i how would i tweak what we say here and then you know, you write that down then you send it out to your team and say guys this is kind of what i heard and what i think what do you guys think yeah get their feedback and then because they're part of the process who takes ownership of it me or them
0: absolutely them
1: they do right and and in order for anything to work people have to feel like they own it they have to know that they have their hand on the steering wheel you know and I think that's you know if you think about why a lot of people go into business I I think it's because you know there's a lot of cases where a business owner can make more money working for another company Mm -hmm. right there I think it's not about the dollars I think it's the chance to express themselves or demonstrate who they are individually through their organization and and have some sense of ownership, something they can be proud of, um, you know, maybe some sense of independence, right? Well, if if you think that only matters to people that go out on their own in business, I think that's a mistake.
0: In short, you should be reevaluating your mission and vision statements somewhat regularly. Ask yourself, is this still our company? Is this who we strive to be? John says at Focal Point, their latest iterations of the mission and vision statements were written in November 2019. Pam says she was literally just looking at those statements the other day at Plants Creative. Here's the bottom line. They both believe strong mission and vision statements have led to clear results at their company.
2: one of our biggest challenges has been communication and and bridging that gap out with the production crews, Um, especially in 2020 with, with limited gatherings. So I think that, you know, that, that vision and mission and the values, um, I, I think you see it very clearly, very clearly when it's not In place and it's not communicated regularly so yes when when we are doing a really great job between again management and production the energy and the momentum is just the turnover um it's it, it is noticeable
0: another special thanks to pam and john for joining the podcast this has been jimmy miller with the lawn and landscape radio network and we'll catch you next time